Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, my fucking tits, guys. Oh, my tits. Welcome to season four. Season dude, season four. That's that's a big one. This is like if we were a network show, if we got picked up for a four season, that means we're really good. Like we're modern family. We're staying around for like, we're winning Emmys, y'all. You can't win an Emmy for a podcast. Maybe one day we'll win one. I don't know if we will. Um, well, guys, along with what you're about to listen to, which is our first episode of season four, we have some really exciting news. We just launched our Patreon and I am so incredibly excited for this. We've been talking about doing something like this for so long. 
Uh, we really wanted to have a community for you guys to talk to each other, to get advice from each other, to have us come in and talk to you guys, but really to foster a community because I see, we see the same people commenting on videos and sending us DMs and all of that. And we really want to like connect you guys. We're like your fairy friendship godmothers. And we're being like, oh, guys, hang out, talk amongst yourselves, get advice on like what you want to wear tonight and all of that. But we also have so much stuff offered on our Patreon. We've got exclusive clips that are already up there right now. So if you guys sign up, up for our Patreon now, you are already going to be getting content. There's already content for you to consume with your eyes and your ears. And it's at patreon.com slash don't blame me. So I think you guys are really going to love it. We've got so much exciting stuff that we're going to be doing with Patreon coming out soon. So the quicker you sign up, the quicker you're like in the cool kids club. And then as more things happen and more things roll out, you'll be the first to know. So it's exciting. We're pretty stoked about it here. And we have a video up on our Patreon that explains all of the different tiers and what you get in all of them. It's very long. I mean, it's not that long. It's like 20 minutes, but like we really go in depth with all of it and there's more stuff. So check it out and um, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, did you know that you were very requested, by the way? No. You have been very requested. You guys are like elite in YouTube world. Uh-huh. As soon as we had Ned on, everybody's like, you got to finish. You oh, got to get, get them all. all. Four, collect them yeah. all. We have Keith from the Try Guys here. I'm the third of mm-hmm. four. You You're are. saving the most elusive Pokemon for last. Yeah. Oh, which Pokemon would he be? Uh, Normally, Eugene says he's like an Eevee evolution. Okay. Eeveelution. Isn't he a Scorpio? Is he a Scorpio? You guys did a whole Zodiac video. I don't know. I don't care. I watched care. it. What are you? <laughs> I'm Gemini. Oh, okay. And I married hey, a Gemini. Apparently, that's along. a big deal. We should get along? Yeah, I'm a Leo. Seems like it. I'm trying to remember. I don't think Eugene likes Leos. I think he's a Scorpio, which would make sense. Cause... He's either a Scorpio or a Capricorn. Ooh, okay. That makes sense. Because those are the words I've heard the most frequently, so they must belong to him. <laughs> his <laughs> yeah, birthday is January 18th. Oh, he's a Capricorn. <laughs> Oh, just like Mots. Oh my God. My boyfriend's a Capricorn. It Mm -hmm. is so fun. I'm getting, no, it is fun. It's great. It's fun. Well, um, guys, if you're new here, this is an advice podcast and uh, we're basically going to listen to your voicemails and then give you some advice. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, our phone number is 310-694-0976. We should, we should have like a singing Yeah, why isn't there a song? I think every phone number with a song is Mm -hmm. a better phone number. Yeah, because I remember remember them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and uh, if you're an international caller, you can't or listener because you can't call because you're international. Mm-hmm. I know how this works. Um, you can record an audio message and then email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail dot com. So dat we're not. Cam. Are you from the Midwest? Them. No, but I always say like dot com. Like yeah, that's all the a very time. Midwest way to say dot com. Yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the Midwest. So that's a good Minnesota dialect. favorite place. Really? It everybody is so nice. That's true. The Midwest is incredibly like it's, and I grew up in California, so like mm. opposite. I don't think California is mean. It's just no. not overtly nice. Yeah. And and I grew up in the South, where people wave in their cars at each other. <laughs> where are you from? I'm from like rural Tennessee, a little town called Carthage, Tennessee. Carthage, two thousand person mountain town, the birthplace wow. of Vice President Al Gore. Oh no wow. way! Oh my God! And Keith Habersberger. <gasps> I'm from Arkansas, the Ooh. birthplace of the president. 
that uh, Al Gore was uh, mm-hmm. companion to. Yes, Bill Clinton. Mr. Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. saxophonist. Saxophonist. We mm-hmm. need more musician presidents. Al Gore used to be my celebrity crush when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I really? That. Yeah. I forgot. He does love the... I like... I like how great Al Gore has been about the environment all the time. At this yes. point, he should be like Bill Nye because that new Bill Nye yes. video where he's oh, yeah. like just screaming obscenities. Like, Al Gore should be doing that too. He's like, Honestly, I've been telling you. <laughs> like, I just don't know why Al, like, I, like the idea that we needed like Bill Nye and, um, oh, what's the other, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm mm-hmm. like, why couldn't it have been Al Gore? Why couldn't, like, because Al mm-hmm. Gore's, well, because they're, they're like actual scientists. Oh. And Al Gore's just too <laughs> Al Gore's boring. Just a stud. He's, he's just, just yeah. a stud with good morals. Yeah. He has such a slow, Mm-hmm. Sexy. I saw. Sexy. I saw this. I don't know why. I accidentally stumbled upon this Saturday Night Live video of Al Gore, where it was like he was in an alternate dimension where he won president, <gasps> and everything he said in the video was still relevant today. Oh wow! Oh god! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Sounds oh, about right. No. Mm-hmm. Sounds ending. about right. Yeah. What a good time! Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep traveling to other countries and just pretending that this isn't happening here. Um. Well. How do you feel like you are giving advice? Oh, I think I'm great at it. Perfect. I think I'm great at it. I can answer all questions. I know I I understand all backgrounds and all situations. (laughs) And uh, no, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. Let's roll the dice here. I'm excited. I don't give a lot of advice. I did similar to what I did for Ned, where I ruled out lots of like underage girls asking sex questions because I thought you might not be that into answering those as much. Mm, No. Well, yeah. I probably don't know how life. to advise them either. No, yeah. totally. You're like, you so just said you had I, all the answers. You're like, so when <laughs> I was a 16 year old girl, <laughs> this is what I would do. Well, if I were a 16 year old, well, actually, my best friend growing up, my closest neighbor was a girl. So, like, uh, I, I I feel like I learned a lot about girls yeah. growing up because she was essentially my sister who wasn't my sister. But mm. I hung out with her like every day. Mm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I called her house the downstairs to my house because she was down the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. I'd just be like, I'm going downstairs, but that meant I was going to Casey's house. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. so cute. It's very cute. Should we get started? Hi, Megan. I'm 24 years old, and I have been with my boyfriend for about four years now. Um, everything has been super amazing with us. Uh, we live together. We have a cat together. Um, he's a great guy, and I love him so much. Um, a few months ago, we went through a really tough time where I found out he was on Tinder. Um, I saw the messages on his phone. Um, he would send like one-liners to girls and then they would respond and then he wouldn't say anything. It, it never went any further for to him to like meet up with them or anything like that. Um, when I confronted him about it, he told me he was doing it to see if he could still get a girl's attention, which I don't truly understand because he's getting my attention, but that's neither here nor there. Um, when we were going through this, I was obviously super upset, didn't really know what to do. So I went to my friends about it and asked them for advice, um, which I now regret because I chose, they told me from the very beginning, they were like, you need to leave him. You need to move out. You need to find a new job, move back home if you need to, like all this stuff, like you deserve better, all this kind of stuff. And I, love and appreciate that they were just looking out for me and trying to tell me what they think I needed to hear. We did get back to a semi-normal place and my boyfriend tried super, he still does try super, super hard to regain that trust and, you know, to validate our relationship and me. And it's been amazing. Um, except now my friends are all 
like mad at me because I didn't take their advice. Um, I haven't asked them straight up if they're mad at me, but they don't really text me anymore. They don't reach out to me and see like how I'm doing. Um, when I reach out to them to see how they're doing, they, you know, give me very short answers. Um, they do not ask about my boyfriend. And if I happen to say like me and my boyfriend are doing great, they just like ignore it and don't say anything. Um, and it's really sad because these are friends that I've had since I was in high school and now they're, they're just not being great friends and I don't know how to fix it and I don't know what to do because ultimately if I stay with my boyfriend, I want him to be able to like hang out with my friends and stuff, but they all hate him. Can't really do that. So I would love any advice. Um, I've been a big fan of the podcast. Um, I've been following you on YouTube for years and years. Um, I know you always joke that if you give harsh advice, you're going to be losing a viewer. You will not lose a viewer with me, but I really just don't know what to do. So any advice would be great. Thank you. Oh, well, that's hard. Let's skip to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could. You had all the answers. It was so much more complicated than I was expecting. That was a very, that was like layers dense. Yeah. Because uh, uh, two different problems. My first yeah. thing is like, oh, well, what a dick. Uh, sounds yeah. like a dick. Sounds like you're losing. But like, oh, well, you seem committed in, I guess, four years and people make mistakes. It sounds like he was doing something very shitty, but mm -hmm. uh, that's complicated. But then you've got your friends who are yeah. like, and they're not totally wrong because he is a dick. Mm -hmm. But hmm, hmm, female relationships are more complicated. They they're, are. They're, they're they're a little more like it's a lot more subtext as I'm oh, reading. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. And I think like the thing is is I've definitely been in this situation before, like 100 percent, where like I've had like my friends hate who I'm dating, mm -hmm. and then. I try like and then if you decide you like want to like you're sticking through something or whatever as soon as you complain to your friends especially if it's not a mutual friend I think it's the same thing like complaining to your parents like they don't forget and they also are invested in one half of the relationship and if they see that that person has like done something to like make you really unhappy then that's kind of what they see and also like if your friends if you're not hanging out with them all the time they can't see the fact that like oh, you're not doing bad. You're doing so much better. And like your guy's relationship has gotten so much better. And like he's really working at it and you guys are improving as a couple. They, if, they, if they're not around, they can't see that. So they just think like, oh, wow, she's playing victim. Like she's still here and that kind like and all of that. In general, I think like it's a sign of immaturity when people, uh, their own opinions on somebody will like infiltrate how they like, I don't know how they treat their friends and how they treat you. Like, I think that's just super immature because at the end of the day, like I have friends whose like partners I don't like love or I mean, thankfully one of them just broke up. So I'm like sick. Uh, oh yeah. We're throwing a party. Granted the new guy she's dating. I'm a little, I'm a little wary about um, also because it was one day she was single. <gasps> Yeah, it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. It was. It's oh, literally serial a movie. monogamous. It's great. Maybe one of those people who just got no. This guy was waiting term. in the. He was like waiting in the curtains until like his moment oh. to shine, and he was like, "I'm ready." And she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm living vicariously through her. She's young. It'll like a be reality fun. Reality show. Um, but I mean, there's. But at, at the end of the day, it's like it's about if your friend is happy, and I think like the only time that it's okay to, 
like continue to have those feelings and to cut somebody not to cut somebody out but to like make it like you need to do this and really like stand strong with that is if that person is like incredibly unhappy and they're in a relationship that is like really 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 terrible and making them feel terrible because as a friend like you want your friends to be happy um you can't really understand the situation so i mean i think like as much as i don't want to be like these people aren't your friends I think like you should have a like a real conversation with them in person, hopefully, and like sit down and talk to them about it and um, really like stress to them that like it's really hard because like you've made this choice to continue on this relationship and work on it, which is the harder choice. It's so much harder to work through that stuff mm-hmm. than to just break just up bail. and be done. And that's like incredibly mature thing to do. And what you need there is like you need to have your friends who you can talk to and you still want to be able to feel like you that they're going to be happy for you and you're not constantly having to like defend him, especially because they're not the ones dating him. Um, I would also say therapy is fantastic if you're not in therapy, especially if you feel like you can't talk to like your friends about something. for any reason, I think talking to like someone who's totally unbiased is great. But I think you have to have a conversation with your friends. And then if ultimately they don't, th- your happiness is not their priority, then I think it's about finding and surrounding yourself with people who really do care about your happiness. And like, regardless of if like the person you've been with has like made mistakes and all of that, because I think it's how you how you grow afterwards. That's more important. It's complicated. Yeah. Because it like the friends... It does suck that they're not being friendly, but also like they are only upset because they think this person is bad for you. Mm -hmm. They think and they have proof that he did something very untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. I guess for me, my my advice would be like, do you think you're going to marry this person? Do you do you think you want to spend like the rest of your life? Because it it should you shouldn't work through troubles unless you think you're willing to, you're going to get to a place where there won't be troubles anymore. And also you'll be together forever Mm -hmm. because it's especially when she's 25, 24, 24. 24. It's a fun time of life. Mm -hmm. It sucks to be spending a fun time of your life working through problems and also not having friends close to you. Like you should be in your twenties, like having a blast because your body starts dying soon. Don't (laughs) It's, it's true. Your body's gonna start <gasps> dying start in dying? a year. At twenty five, your brain's up. done developing, no. and it starts to go no. the other way. You can be preventative about it and keep your body healthy, but it is true. Your body you stops kidding? growing and starts ungrowing at about twenty five to twenty eight. <laughs> Earlier for guys, we stop. We're, we're done at like twenty three or twenty four. What, what's why so I've been dying too. all year. It's not just meta- it's been like it's metaphorical. No, I mean, it's like you're not like a me- it doesn't it's not like a ramp down. Obviously, it's a slow yeah. curve. Yeah, I'm almost 26, so it does make sense. Everything's been declining. <laughs> but I mean, it's true. Like, I'm, I'm about to you be I'm about to be 32, and I definitely am like, wow. Sometimes my knees just hurt. Oh my god! I literally so, told the man today that I was like, I just feel off. Everything feels weird. Like oh I just god. feel everything about me today Guys. feels weird. But you should have like. <laughs> A, a healthy life, I think, involves a healthy, close relationship, yeah. a lot of healthy, like other relationships. And it sounds like you're in a place where you have conflicted relationships yeah. all around. So, you know, you just have to look and see who do you want? You know, where, 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 where's all this going? Yeah. I think the last thing I'd say is I've learned over my life period in dating is that now when I, not even now, but just in general, when I talk about like, because we all want to vent about our relationships to our friends because like you're serving people who like have typically tend to have similar mindsets as you Mm -hmm. and understand the situation understand you and everybody in it 
uh, talk to your friends who are in long-term relationships. When you talk to your friends who are single, like literally like in college and high school, anytime that I would like vent to like my single friends, they were like, oh, fuck that. I would never stand for that. I'm like, first of all, let's talk about this now. Flash forward all of these years. You went on like the dates with terrible guys over and over again. And like, it's just a different mindset to be in. And I've found that like now being in a long-term relationship, when I talk, like if I want to talk to my friends about like, oh, I'm really frustrated, like, I don't know, like Mats is something fucking stupid or whatever. And I want to talk to them about it. Like I'm usually going to my friends who are in long-term relationships because they're like, oh my God, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But if you go to a friend who's like, like I love, I love my best friend, Sydney. Oh my God, she will not talk shit about her. She won't talk about shit about any guys she's dated for years until after they've like years later till they've broken up. I'm like, okay, finally. But she's such a hard person to like talk about that kind of stuff to without me feeling like, oh my God, your relationship's perfect. And like, this is, when you talk to somebody who's like more comfortable, also like sharing and venting and that kind of thing, because I think it's a healthy thing because also, um, things that I've, I've learned in therapy too. Sometimes when your friends are saying negative things, the reason why it hurts so bad is because that is like the darkest part of your brain. They're like, mm -hmm. Oh, he's a terrible guy that there's a part of you that feels like that and that you don't want them necessarily to be right. And they're vocalizing that part of you. Mm -hmm. And where, while it's like validating and you're like, yeah, like, yeah, he like, he's a total fucking dick. You're like, okay, but I mean, like, I'm gonna, like, we're going to stay and like work this out. And so I think that can be, that can be hard. He was a total dick. I, 100%. I that whole, this whole, like, I, I just wanted to see if I could still flirt, get it. Flirt with people. Megan did that. Yeah, but I asked. But you asked first. <laughs> that at least is better. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I just it was that you know that we can't... also like. What are you proving that you can message somebody mm -hmm. on an app and see if you still have it? That's not proving if you have anything. That's no. like this. That's this like the slinkiest, easiest way to get yeah. a response. I would assume. Like, if you really want to know if you still got it, walk up yeah. to some stranger and strike up a nice conversation. Well, That's see, maybe it. he's socially awkward like me. I just wanted to put my pictures on an app and be like, let me swipe right on everybody and see what responses mm. I get. I mean, that is But fun. I did it with permission. See, here's the thing. Tinder is super fun. I never got to play with Tinder because yeah. I was uh, I was paired off before Tinder, but playing with other people's <gasps> Tinder, a so blast. So fun. So much fun to help your friends play yeah. Tinder. Oh, I, was, uh, it's a I game, used to right? do dating apps for her. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would do it for my other friend. The one so that I was on is the one that you're not supposed to talk about, like the Fight Club one. Next question. <laughs> on the next, guys. Maybe something easier, like... Like, how do I, <laughs> what should I eat at This at is actually going to be harder. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. This is. <laughs> Tumbling. Hi, Megan. Um, I've just been listening to your podcast, and I just need to call in for a little boyfriend and his family advice. So, I'm 21. Uh, my boyfriend's uh, 27, so there's an age difference. But oh, I thought she said seven. Cool. <laughs> also um, anyways, we've been dating for about two and a half years now, almost three years. And, um. A little context. I'm American, born and raised here, and he's Indian. He was born and raised in New Delhi, uh, moved here for college, so he sort of comes from two, two different cultures. And in his culture, dating just isn't the same. Like um, this past summer, I went um, to his brother's wedding with him because his mom knows about me and wanted to meet me. So I went to his brother's wedding, which is a big step for us, obviously. Um, it was in India. Um, and I just had to be like his friends, which was fun to understand like it's just a different culture. I was very understanding of that. The issue is that besides his mom and um, his brother, the family either was completely cold to me or hated me. I think it was pretty obvious that we were in a relationship. I don't think he fooled anyone with the friend thing. Um, and some of the family like outright refused to talk to me, like wouldn't talk to me or it was very obvious that they were speaking about me 
right in front of me because they knew I didn't know <laughs> Hindi. I didn't know the language. And it really made me feel like shit. Like it really sucked. Um, especially some of the family members acted like they liked me. And then I added them, they added me on Facebook. And when I added them back, um, they went and told all the other relatives about my life, about like how my parents were divorced, about how like, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like not right. And he went, they went and told his mom that like, oh, he, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't marry this girl, this white girl, like blah, 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 blah. Especially since like they, they're still arranged marriages in India. So like his brother had an arranged marriage. So I think that's what he's going want. So I really like don't know what to do. It really sucks that his family doesn't like me. Um, I don't really know how to handle this well. I like cried about it. He keeps telling me, like, their opinions don't matter. Like, I love you. Like, it doesn't matter what they think. I'm just not, basically, not what, like, his mom thinks. Just, like, I, that's fine. But for me, I just keep getting nervous that, like, stuff that, that, that you know, if we do eventually get married, that his family is just not going to approve and it's just going to continue talking about me and my family negatively. And I'm not about that. So if you have any advice on how to deal with, this I like don't know what to do how to like handle this maturely and well so any advice would be greatly appreciated thanks I want to know why you know like did your boyfriend tell you like that's a little you know that she knows what that that all like that they're saying all this stuff behind her back she She, maybe she figured out from Facebook yeah but then how would she, did they write on her, like, the wall being like, by Maybe the way. Maybe she just, like, clicked through their profile and saw that they were that openly just talking about her. <gasps> I mean, oh. maybe. I don't know. I think she should watch Crazy Rich Asians oh, and mm-hmm. get inspired and figure out a really good monologue to tell off while you play his a mother game. while yeah. you play, beat her at her own game. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, uh, I, hmm, this is complicated. I think, though, you know, it's you've been together for like two years. Uh, ride it out for a couple more years. See if you still love them. Ultimately, families just they deal with it. Yeah, I think they deal with it. They get yeah. over it. They're the, every family is just, the, especially conservative families are just more of like a. Uh, I don't trust new relationships. They're not going to work out. So they mm-hmm. just don't want them to. Yeah, and they they're very stuck in their ways. But if you're with someone for like four or five years and you, it's clear you love each other, they they get over it. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. And it's probably harder to see that. Uh, you're 21 you're a little younger and like but you'll see as you grow older that you can just be like fuck what they think i don't care and they'll be like dang it they don't care what i think yeah well okay i guess i don't think that way anymore it's a very liberating feeling once you stop trying to impress people who yeah. aren't ever going to like you for no- nothing that you can control and i think like i like i have definitely said this before like i've definitely had issues with, like people i've dated like and their family and like mm-hmm. not getting along mm-hmm. um and when you realize that it's not specifically you, obviously the cultural difference is that's a big reason why. Um, but once you realize that it's not like you can't control that when it's something you can't control, it's just like, well, you know what? It's out of my hands. No matter what I do, like this is still what it's going to be. It. You're not. I, there's like that idea of like, oh, if you date this person, you date their family. But your boyfriend is aware of the situation. He knows he's like, you know what? Like I like I choose you. It doesn't matter to me. I think, yeah, like you said, like, I think you just need to ride it out. I wouldn't stress about it now. I think like I def- you definitely see like movies where people are like, oh, my God, like the in-laws, like either they're evil or it's like, oh, my God, like my sister-in-law, like we're best friends. Like this is amazing. And it's not always like that. Like Mm-mm. it's like sometimes it's just the people that you see over holidays. It's fucking awkward. It sucks. That's why you get really 
really drunk on wine and then you like move on and you don't really like deal like you deal with it later like the idea that like you wanting to feel included and feel like a part of the family um I think like is totally understandable and then them talking shit also again something you can't control and it just makes them look fucking stupid yeah like it, uh, when, it won't matter yeah I've definitely had people who've like are like like guys that I've dated parents like bring up like oh well you know like her parents aren't together and I'm just like you realize how much like a fucking asshole you sound like that you're going to like look down like oh well she's the child of divorced parents and I'm like do you, do you like you're what the fuck like you're a full-grown adult like mm -hmm. there are some certain things like that where it just makes them look dumb and like the goal is to hurt you and invalidate your relationship but the only person or the only two people that are in your relationship are you and your boyfriend mm -hmm. so i think like stressing and worrying about it isn't going to get you anywhere um and especially if like the fan like there are family members that you do get along with and that do really like you then like just stick to them and like hang out with them and like enjoy everything because like they might come around they might not but at the end of the day like their approval isn't going like you think that that's going to like make everything feel so great and so awesome and so much better but at the end of the day like it really like it doesn't make a difference as long mm -hmm. as you and your partner are on the same page that's it you probably won't see in that often anyway yeah, yeah. it's the extended family and they're in a different country yeah. yeah, let them talk shit. Yeah. Old people love to talk shit. Mm -hmm. Let them talk shit. Like, who cares? Yeah. Be above it. It sucks and it's hard and I've definitely been there, but like, I can't explain how liberating, liberating it is when you're like, I'm not going to try anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, fuck this. I don't even care. Like, it's nice. Start giving them things to hate yeah. about you. Oh, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> Start no. being as soon as you said that <laughs> mature and I go, well, I can tell you how to be petty as fuck. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how to do that. Start like, I don't know, wearing yeah. crazy no, one outfits of, and like just making out with him on live Facebook live, <laughs> yeah. tagging them in the video. My favorite is if you know specifically <laughs> shit that they've talked about you using that same language and those same phrases in conversation with them mm -hmm. to be like, I know, yeah. I know what you Undercut said. Undercut them. That's, that's what it was. But yeah, really favorites. just, just like, don't worry about it. As yeah. long as he's like actually committed to you, then it yeah. won't, won't be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And also watch Monster-in-Law. Jane Fonda. Mm -hmm. That could be. It could with mm -hmm. J-Lo too. Yeah. Well, should we go on to the next? Hey, Megan. So I'm 25 and I'm in a bit of a dilemma. Um, when I was in college, I had a roommate. Uh, she was awesome. We lived together for about a year. And um, it was like the perfect kind of roommate. Like we weren't best friends, but we weren't enemies. So it just, it flowed really well. No problems. Um, when she was living with me, she actually was um, like obsessed with this guy and uh, he was dating other people and he was always kind of like coming back to her and messaging her like while he was dating other people. So it was kind of shady, but like she was head over heels for this guy and she was determined that she was going to one day be with him. We we're all just like, okay, whatever. Good luck. But um, she moved out after about a year of living together. And um, I honestly haven't talked to her in like five or six years, but you know, we talk every once in a while, like, Hey, how you doing? Like cute picture on Instagram, you know, and I noticed that she's actually engaged to this guy that she was, like, in love with in college. Um, like, he finally came around and decided to date her instead of, like, cheating on his other girlfriends with her. So, it was like, you know, I think I messaged her and I was like, I'm so happy for you, like, that you guys are finally together. That's crazy. And, uh, so, yeah, I, like I said, I don't really talk to her. Um, but I got a DM about uh, a couple days ago from a weird account and it just said, hey, I think you're really gorgeous. I'm really scared to tell you who I am. So I made this private account just to like tell you because I really wanted you to know. And I was like, okay, thanks. 
um, I kind of left it at that. And then he kept writing back and I was like, you know, really nervous to tell you who I am. I don't want you to tell your fiance. And I was just like, oh yeah, I'm engaged. Sorry. But, um, and so I was just like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to tell me. I don't really care as mean as that sounds, but it just, it was a compliment. Like, I don't need to know who from. And then when I stopped responding, he just wrote back and was like, okay, I'll tell you who I am. And it is my old roommate's fiance. Now I was kind of like, oh, yikes, like, this is weird. But I was just, you know, thank you. Like, it was really sweet, blah, blah, blah. But he keeps messaging me and asking me if I want to know what reminded him of me to make him make this account. And I just keep being like, it doesn't matter. Like, thanks, but no thanks. And he just keeps saying, you know, I really want to tell you, but I really don't want it to get back to me. I don't want you to tell anybody. And I was just like, I can't promise you that. Like, we're, we're both engaged technically. And he just keeps sending me like grumpy messages, like with emojis. So I'm just torn because like I said, I haven't talked to my roommate in, you know, maybe like four or five years. It's like, do I tell her that her fiance is being shady? They're getting married in literally two weeks. So it's like, do I just kind of stay out of it or like watch it burn from far away? But yeah, so I kind of just like have no idea what to do. So I'm hoping you can give me some advice if I should do something or do nothing. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> wow, this one's, these are juicy. <laughs> are they both just they're... looking at me like, oh, what's going to say? Yeah. And then it just made me spit. <laughs> are they, these are, are all the questions this salacious and Our lives juicy? are really fucking hard. Yeah. Juicy. Yeah. Dude, they're very juicy. We have My to tell you about God. the time that a girl, a, guy, a girl was in love with this guy who was in jail for accidentally murdering someone. Oh my and God. He was, married, he was married and she just wanted our approval. Did to he like, use emojis? <laughs> Maybe. I love the emoji part. That just made it this dude even just like lamer. Yeah, it's just, just like, like wow, this guy my dick? doesn't seem like the guy that this other girl should have been pining over for so right? long. If he's like, oh, cool. I, think, I think you're really hot. I, I mean, made a different account. <laughs> it's so lame. It's super lame. It's so losery. Yeah. Well, she is, she's this girl who has the question, whoever you are, you're dope. Yeah. You sound cool. You do. You sound like a, you got a good head on your shoulders. You are mm-hmm. actually weighing like, well, I would like to tell this person. I'm not actually close to this person. They're getting married in two weeks. Ugh, weddings are such a nightmare. <laughs> Don't want to ruin the wedding. I'm sure they've already invested a lot of money in this. Ugh, yeah. but also bad marriage is even worse. Ugh, yeah. but maybe this dude's loaded and she can, you know, run away with half of his money. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is True. here, there, but this dude seems like a total sleazebag. He does. <laughs> it seems like he's always been like this that mm-hmm. means he always will be like this so uh, i've just convinced myself she should tell her friend <laughs> so, <laughs> screenshot it and send all the messages yeah. To yeah here's what i'd say from the beginning not that this is going to happen again to you but maybe it will in general you don't respond to this shit like just yeah, in general don't at all. like yeah. not even like a, oh thank you like be, like just don't mm-hmm. like from any like people you know or people you don't know mm-hmm. anonymous accounts like saying that they think you're pretty and all of that like no and oh, also like hard, i also fucking no, I just nice, fucking can't when nice a guy is like, I got to right. tell you, you're pretty. And it's like, because nobody, it's as if like they've made this, like they've had this revelation and nobody's ever thought that before. And they're like, I had to tell you because you can't go through life not knowing. And it's like, fuck you. I know. Like, I made this did. account of, of brick like, sushi. Also, what 47. do you think the profile picture was? <laughs> like, were there pictures? Or is right? it just like, I think Sarah's pretty 272. Like, yeah, it's what? definitely that. Like it's in the bio, it's like, she's so pretty. I have a crush on her. I don't. Like, you're ugh. so pretty. It's just weird. I think 
like in general, I think. And the fir- she knew she, he was weird too for the yeah. beginning. I think the first thing you should do is I think you should tell your fiance and be like, hey, FYI, this is what happened. Um, I totally didn't think that like, I just felt like weird and like awkward about it, but like it hasn't stopped. And I just like want to let you know because like we're obviously together and like I don't want, I, and I'm telling you now because I want you to hear it from me, but I think you also should tell this girl. Um, just because I am a big believer in everybody should have all of the information so that they can make that decision and that choice. Mm. But when you don't tell somebody something that you know, you're like regardless like you're basically you're not letting them make that choice because they not, might not make the choice she might not make mm-hmm. the choice to stay with him if she knew those or things. maybe she's like totally cool yeah with it. but then it's fine and then, but then she, why would yeah. he make the other account because mm-hmm. he, he just, just like, wants it. it to be it, also like if you want to not come off as creepy but give someone a compliment don't make a fake profile <laughs> just do it just be yeah. like hey if you if you gotta compliment them just be like uh, just write on a picture, cool picture <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Like, That'll get the point across. I mean, it does, you don't really want to just compliment no, them. You yeah, wanna, he's trying to, he's trying to get in there. He out. was being skeevy before. Like yeah. Yeah. with her in, initially, he was cheating with, uh, she, he was cheating. She was the other woman. Yeah, she was always the other mm-hmm. woman. Fantastic time. time. So yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm like, well, maybe she's just like, I know this about him. Yeah, which is also okay. And like everybody's relationship and like what they do and what the parameters of what's okay uh, is totally different. But he is like, I don't want anybody to find out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which is him wanting someone to find out. Like, I'm like, like, okay. It's a call. It's a cry for help in a way. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Maybe he doesn't want to get married. Maybe he's, that's a a thing mm -hmm. shitty guys do. They try to, they try to be shitty. Uh So you break up with them because they aren't man enough to just actually end a relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. definitely done that plenty of times. I'm like, I guess I want to break up because you kind of suck. <laughs> You've been really <laughs> off for the last few months, and I, I guess I, I have to break up with you because you've been you just like, terrible. It's like really out of left field. And he's like, no, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally. No. Uh, but yeah, please get, Please don't. So all the guys who have known who have done something like that, also like when they get broken up with it, they are like, oh. How could she pick up with me? Like that was your that was your goal. Dude, that's what you wanted. You did it. Yeah. Oh, they want it all. Uh, but yeah, I think you gotta tell this girl. Um, and I would yep. just I would take this I would do screenshots and I would just say it as like, gently as possible. I would first, before you have any screenshots, I would um I'm actually no, you can do a screenshot in general, but I would just like I would start it with like, hey, this is really like uncomfortable and awkward. And I just like and, and not putting any judgment on it of being like, he's a fucking scumbag. Break up with him because like right. you don't know if this is like what their relationship is like. And right. it's just like, I don't know if you know about this. Um, I know that you're getting married in two weeks. And like, I just know that if I was in this position, I would want someone to tell me, which is why I'm telling you I'm not trying to like ruin anything. I don't know if there's like whatever you guys have going on, but like I just really like f- felt like I needed to tell you because I would have wanted maybe to maybe she's on a crazy game show and Ooh. it's actually her friend pretending to be the guy and trying to find out if she will do the morally right thing and when mm, she does she she'll wins. get ten thousand dollars only ten thousand look you, you, she's you, only one an episode yeah well I don't oh, okay. know this I don't know how much production budget they have for this show uh, <laughs> you know it seems like they're just using emojis yeah, here because yeah, yeah. they <laughs> yeah no, true true ten thousand that that's pretty that's good that's that. like that the is, standard yeah. uh cooking show you know yeah. chopped uh cake challenge yeah cake challenge like ten thousand dollars that's like the minimum yeah you know, award for winning at something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Except for Great British Bake Off, where you win nothing but you pride would, in a trophy. But it's the best show. It is the best fucking show. And I think show. the lack of prize is why everybody's so nice. Yeah. Because the prize is a big piece of glass. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> it's a big it's glass serving tray. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure they never use. I they just hang on a wall. Show. I love that show. So fucking show. good. It's my favorite show. It's the best show. Yeah. Okay, we should move on to another thing. <laughs> okay. Does anyone have a question about Great British Bake Off? <laughs> Who do you I think wish. is going to be in the next season? Oh, my God. Martha <laughs> follows me from, like, season three. She follows me on Instagram. <laughs> I know. It's pretty cool. She just got married. And all the contestants brought their own cake. Like, that she's a friend. Isn't that cute? Ugh, I love what that. time. I know. I'm baking my friend's wedding cake, and I'm very nervous. I'm trying to make friends okay. with executive chefs. Okay, let's move okay, on. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> just for end life. Okay, guys. Uh, break time? Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is 
delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there. Oh, and, and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah. I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, we're back from our break, obviously. Hello, what's up? Uh, and we're going to hop into the nest the nest of the calls. That was rest and next as one word. Oh, well, it is sort of a nest of calls. Yeah, a nest of They're calls. They're all little sleeping birds <laughs> yes. waiting for their, their mama birds mm-hmm. to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> Regurgitate knowledge. So gross. I used to do that as a kid. I used to grab, like, stick, take the food out of my parents' mouths and eat it after they chewed it as a baby. <laughs> How old were you? You remember it? Like baby, baby. baby. I didn't know. Oh, they told well, that, people that do that. Like, that. Actually, parents do that. Yeah. No, I babies. know, but I just, I helps myself. I was like, mm. that oh. looks tasty, that mashed up food. I will eat it now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have teeth. I'm like most babies. <laughs> Saves you the work right <laughs> there. True. Hi, Megan. Um, I am 23. I'm calling because I'm currently in a huge transition in my life. I have a full-time job that I love as a receptionist and my boyfriend just got a full-time job that is almost two hours from me. And this kind of came very sudden as well as the fact that he got an apartment close to his new job. And as someone who (laughs) doesn't really have that many friends and by many, I mean none, like I have friends through him and that's about it. And they're all, up in the same area that he's currently moving to. And I guess I'm just curious as to if you have any advice of what I could be doing with all this free time I'm going to have now by myself with my dog and my cat. Um, I mean, I'm planning on visiting him on the weekends, but through the week I'm, I'm really nervous about, um, you know, just being on my own and having those nights where all I want to do is, binge watch the officer community with him and he's not going to be there. So um, if you could give me some advice, it'd be great. She sounds stressed out. Yeah, she does. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you have pets. That was my first thing I was going to say. I was like, get a dog. Yeah, that will help. Uh, So I was long distance and it was sort of, it wasn't a sudden thing, but I moved to LA for uh, a year before my wife was able to move to LA. She wasn't my wife yet. Um, So and she was like, well, I'm not ready to move to L.A. But I'm like, well, I am ready to move to L.A. And I feel like I'm not getting any further in Chicago. I feel like I hit a wall and I just needed creatively mm-hmm. to go try something new. I very much uh, loved Becky a lot. And I was like, well, this this is the only thing that sucks is that I yeah. won't be with you. Um, and it was definitely hard, but it was a little different. We definitely both have our own friend circles. This is a little different than there. But in general, long distance, long distance will totally work. You just have to know when the end will be for the distance. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. If you have an indeterminate amount, it's just so stressful because you have nothing to look forward yeah. to. But we knew that it would be exactly one year long. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, we would move in together in L.A. So that was like, great. Just yeah. have to get through one year. That's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, and also like it, 
if you can get through a year of long distance where you really are only seeing each other once every like six or seven weeks, then then you really have a strong mm-hmm. foundation of a relationship. And then and then if you can go from that to living together, yeah, and that works too. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good yeah. to go. Put Just a throw, ring throw, on throw it. some rings around. <laughs> throw a big party rings. and make all your friends watch you kiss, and then yeah. you're good. Yeah, upload it to YouTube, plant all of it. Um, the friend thing. That I think is just, uh, yeah, that's tougher. I don't know. It sounds like she's a little f- afraid to make friends mm-hmm. and that can be hard, but that that's solved easily just by finding things that you really like and going online and finding those people who like that and yeah. finding a community and then meeting them. Yeah. That's about it. I genuinely think like as much as this probably sucks for you, I think this is probably really good for you mm-hmm. because like the, the, yeah, it's saying that your only friends are his friends it's as much as like those people and like you can have mutual friends and they can like all be like your friends and things like that. Like it's a, I don't know if he has like a lot of female friends. A, it's really important for women to be friends with other women Mm -hmm. that I went through a period of my life where I lived in LA that like my only friends were guys. And I was like, Oh fucking shit. Like this is, I was like, I need female friends. This is so much, but it's so much fucking harder to like find a female friend. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like what are we like? You're judging my outfit. Like, Oh, okay. We're like all of that. It can be really hard and really intimidating. And especially if you, have had a hard time making friends or you've like gone through an unlucky period where you've like made shitty friends. So now you're kind of like scarred from that. I've also definitely been there. Um, and your job being a receptionist, I, I'm, I don't, I'm assuming you probably don't have a ton of like work friends and in interaction. That sounds like a little mm-hmm. more of like a solo sort of thing. Um, I think like as much as like it feels uncomfortable and awkward if there's like you know when you have like friend crushes on somebody and like someone you like work with you're like I really want to be that person's friend or someone that you like go to a workout class with like someone who you see around and you see them and like Ooh, I would say enough. a workout class oh is my a gosh. great thing to do with your time yeah, literally I it, have a workout I had a wor- uh, confidence booster mm-hmm. actually is good for you yeah. there's people there who are probably also there because they need something mm-hmm. else happening in their life and it's like a shared interest like I when I started first working out and I went to Pilates there was like this like just really cool mom and I was like I really want to be your friend like I really want to be your friend and we just like ended up like standing close like uh like picking reformers close to each other and then like after a couple weeks she was finally like we've like actually never officially met and I was like it's happening we're becoming friends here we go and like we went to coffee after class and like we would do that and I saw her today and like and like I'm like oh how are the kids she's like great like how's the boyfriend and like and it's like even those like small little interactions I think like you just talking to people more in general will build up your confidence to make friends and people you mm-hmm. hang out with outside of those activities where you're meeting people. Um, and the more comfortable you get with that. Um, I also know a couple of people who've actually made really good friends on like Bumble BFF, not sponsored. Mm-hmm. Um, because like it is like especially for pe- I would say like people in their 20s, like so much of like dating has been online and like you're, so much of your life has been online that like, I mean, I tend to think that we are a little more emotionally stunted when it comes to talking to people in person because we're not like we've ha- been able to rely really heavily on everything like on like uh everything online and so i think finding things that you like to do whether it's like classes workout classes like an art class or um volunteering or anything like that where you can like go out and meet people that way but then i also think like if you are if you have any like if he has any friends like if his friends if all of your mutual friends if they all if you guys were all friends then did they also move to this new city 
Because what does anyone know anyone in the city left that you could be like, hey, is anyone could set you up with like, oh, my friend's sister just moved here. Like you guys should like set up on mm-hmm. a friend date kind of thing. Yeah, I did um, that with some friends. They yeah. were um, they were both they both asked me to go to the same event separately. They didn't know each other, but I couldn't go to the event. So I just sent them both huh. emails and connected them in like an awkward way. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, you guys are both like cats. And you're going to this event. Be friends. Go yeah. together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's like a great way because it's like people who are like vouching for that. But then also I think you can look up like like not like I don't want to say like female groups or whatever. But like there are like social groups if you like look up online. I would actually mm-hmm. say uh, this is something I've only learned. So we have a Patreon for yeah. Try Guys. And it has like a Discord server, which is like a chat server. And our like fans who are have this incredibly rich community in that server and it's like it it like this not advertising our patreon but really is like if you find a fan base of something that you like Mm -hmm. some sort of like i'm sure there is a literally a set of message boards of people super passionate about the office and community but if you find that especially like digital creators have really good fan bases who are really positive who are also maybe a little bit introverted and they have found each other and like we've seen on ours like people hang out and they've met each other through that and are like in-person friends through like their shared love of like the try guys or whatever thing they like but ours especially i will advertise ours because it is like the most amazingly positive community i've ever seen i've never seen so many kind things and so many respectful conversations when people disagree they're like i totally understand i think though this and like i get that and they're like very i've never seen such. i obviously can't join i'm not with other people's opinions it is like but that's a good segue to ours as well yeah yeah Yeah. we've got a patreon that we just started just did announced at the beginning of this episode i love patreon (laughs) i I will say like that if you you listen to this and you love uh you know yeah. the show you mm-hmm. should join the patreon because you'll find other people yeah. who also love this mm-hmm. and then like you will actually have this shared place to start conversations and i'm sure that your discord would be awesome because yeah. it's a lot of people looking for advice and having a lot of a background of like getting advice in difficult situations mm-hmm. so i think they could really help one another in the, well, we the discord can set you the patreon. Friend day. Mm-hmm. yeah it should do it. Yeah. Do, throw yeah. It out there. <laughs> oh, I think it'll be, I think that's a, like, uh, even just the posts, like people write in the comments on posts in the Patreon and it's really yeah. supportive and great. I think like that's important because you're able, like, yeah, finding people who are in like the like-minded thing. I think like it's the same thing that I think can actually be like really great about dating apps is it rules out people. I'm like, I don't want to have to ask somebody if you voted for Trump. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I want to like rule out all of these things that are like hardcore deal breakers in friends at the very beginning. And so, um, yeah, hit, hit up that and, yeah and like yeah yeah i think actually tangible advice join the patreon yeah. for this show and you will find other people who like the show and you will be their friend yeah yeah just <laughs> don't give it. out your social security number anymore. yeah don't do that yeah but like, keep in like like yeah. make online friends mm-hmm. but like don't give people your address either no, unless no, you like no. really meet in a like, public, public place, place and yeah. you separately drive yeah. each other mm-hmm. and then if you ever fyi if you ever go on a date because i just listened to this episode of my favorite murder if you ever go on like a online date or anything or whatever don't let anyone take you back home or like walk you to your door Mm-mm. or anything like that this guy literally watched like he like they took ubers there and then he was like oh i want to make sure you get home okay and she's like oh that's so sweet i'm like don't believe it, it's a lie and he like walked her to her door and like 
watched her entering like her pin pad and her key. And the next day she like went to her house and her bedroom door was closed and she lives alone and she never closed the door and her dog was freaking out. And she was like, oh, let me go take the dog out first. And she called 911 when she was there. She's like, this is so stupid, but like, I'm just paranoid. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like something's weird with my apartment and they go and he is underneath her bed with a knife and a bunch (gasps) of like all of these like fucking like crazy, like torture shit. Literally the next day, the next day after. Isn't that insane? Oh my <laughs> sorry, gosh. Guys. I'm sorry. That I dog just, saved her life. I know. I need a dog. And probably other girls' lives too. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't let any fucking guy instinct. tell you that like I'm not like I, like don't like any like this like chivalry sort of thing of being like, let me be this really like great fantastic guy for you because guys don't do this. Like you don't need someone to do that for also, you. Also fantastic guys never tell the people the, that they're fantastic. Yes. No, it's mm-hmm. fucking it's like literal <laughs> bullshit. Like the idea and also like when they're I think about nice. like <laughs> my good guy friends, like when you see like a guy like compliments you like like in public, he's like, No, I just like really like I am not usually this guy. I wanna say that. I was like, I have fantastic guy friends who will see a girl who's pretty in public and they're like no i'm not gonna go up and say that to her that's no. gonna make her uncomfortable and feel threatened yeah. and i was like that's what a good guy does a good guy isn't like hey mm-hmm. i gotta do this you're like oh oh don't let people do that guys mm-hmm. don't don't don't, don't. Mm-hmm. always send and when you're in, in ubers always send your location to share yes. with people yeah. immediately mm-hmm. as soon as you get mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. take pictures of everything I have like 40,000 pictures on my phone. A whole lot of them are me like inside of Ubers being like, this is where I'm at. This is yeah. all of this You shit. and your close friends should just be on that like find my friends thing where yes. you, mm-hmm. they, do, they can just see where you are. Yeah. Just a thing. That yeah. one too. I'm all about that. Okay. Well, whew. Sorry, Knife guys. under the bed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really should have warned. Oh my God. Like, this is crazy I didn't story. expect that. I didn't expect well, it. I did talking say about my Patreon. favorite We're talking about so. friendship and the receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's going to hide under your bed with a knife. Don't worry. I don't want to scare you like yeah. that. You've got a dog and a cat. And, and a cat. cat. And this is like a good learning like for you to learn yourself without your boyfriend yeah. so this is, is a good. good a good time in your life. And cha- change is good. Change helps you grow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, feeling having your own friends, it's a really like I think it's a very important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it makes it makes everything a lot easier and it, there's a lot less pressure on your relationship and your relationship gets better and is more fun because you're not looking for everything mm-hmm. from your partner. Or people that you don't like that are their people, you know, that you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're people. Mm-hmm. You get your own mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Get your own people. Okay. Should we go on to the, the next call? Next call. Mm-hmm. The next call. Um I am 26 years old, and my boyfriend is almost 28 years old. We've been in an exclusive monogamous relationship for about two years now, Um, and we're at a point where we are spending almost every day together. Um, We're not always sleeping over at each other's places um, just due to parking constraints, Um, but we're pretty happy about it, and I actually spoke with him last night to check in and make sure that he was okay with how much time we're spending together because um, I wanted to make sure that he was still having time to do the things that he wants to do. Um, and we also just checked in on kind of, I guess, state of the relationship, you could say, though that sounds super official. Uh, just, you know, are you happy with how things are and are you happy with where things are going? Um, so that last question, he ended up saying, oh, well, you know, I don't really know where things are going, which I, it wasn't very encouraging to hear that. Um, I guess I feel like we should be moving forward in some way. 
And the problem is I'm not really sure what way. So I talked with him probably a few months ago about the possibility of us moving in together. Um, obviously not yet. We wouldn't be able to do that until September. So at that point, it was like six months, nine months out. Um, and he said, eh, you know, I just don't think that's a great idea. Um, and I'm also thinking, well, that might not be the next step for us if he's not enthused about it. Because it really takes both to be excited about moving in together to make that work. Anyway, I guess my thing is we just went to a wedding together and everyone was asking, oh, you know, are you living together? Are you proposing yet? And that was just a little discouraging um, to hear that and be like, no, we're just dating. Um, we just see each other a lot. So on top of that, I'm actually also starting a grad program come September, and that'll be for two and a half years. So I guess I'm a little anxious about us being able to dedicate time together. Um, and I do love seeing him every day, which is why the whole idea of moving in together came up in the first place. Well, if you have any suggestions on what to do, I know that he and I need to talk more about this, but I would welcome any advice that you have. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Bye. Mm. Mm. Rough. Mm-hmm. He's checked out. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much that. I mean, he's 28, so he's, like, old enough to know in two years if he wants to move in with someone or not. And if he doesn't, yeah. he just doesn't have the heart, I think. He, he doesn't think there's a future, but he also doesn't have any other better option probably and yeah. doesn't really know what he's doing so he's just like ah, i don't want i want things to stay in the same place where it's just this we are together and we have a nice time together but you know this isn't a forever thing for him yeah. i don't think i think the graduation the graduate program is a probably a great opportunity for you in all honesty yeah. mm-hmm. to meet a lot more people and learn a lot more about yourself and I don't know. You could give this relationship a little more if you wanted, but it doesn't seem, it doesn't read to me based off the information that it's like going to be the one. Um, yeah. Also, you're, you're 23. He's 28. Yeah. Like you should, you know, she's 26, 26. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you're both. Yeah. You're both old enough to know if you want to move in together or not. And if he doesn't, yeah. then and he it doesn't. might just be like him. It might not be that like this relationship, it might just be like he doesn't want to yeah. settle down ever. Uh-huh. Like he wants That's to just thing. date. Like he doesn't want to ever move mm-hmm. in with somebody. He wants to just like keep it ca- like keep it like monogamous and just exactly how you have it. Um and it totally this is like probably I think like one of the hardest things to deal with in a relationship when you both really like each other but you just want different things. Mm-hmm. And like that's it's not about waiting for someone else to come around because at the end of the day like it feels yeah it feels shitty to go to weddings and go to like and talk with people and feel like that's something that you want but you're waiting on him because that's just it's not fair it creates like a ton of resentment in your relationship like there's no way if you're not getting what you need and what you want out of a relationship and you're just waiting for someone else to give it to you like that's also a ton of pressure to put on him that like, then you're also going to be in your head of being like, well, does he actually want this? Or is he only saying this because this is what he knows that I want. And I think like the most important thing in a relationship is like, obviously like love and chemistry and everything like that, but also like wanting the same things, like wanting the same things out of life and like out of a relationship with somebody. And I think like it's been enough time 
that like you said like you like you guys should know i'm not like a oh like a meet like like when you meet someone you know that they're gonna be the one or whatever but like i think a couple i mean two years you see each other every day like yeah i was younger mats and i were younger than that when we moved in together and we're younger than like he's 29 now i'm 25 but like we're, we were both younger than that before we started talking about our future. We wouldn't be like four years into this if we hadn't like been like, yeah, we want kids. Yeah, we want to get married. This is like our timeline of when we would want to get engaged and do all of that stuff. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable being in a relationship for an extended period of time, not with like a guarantee or something or whatever, but just knowing that like what I want, what the person I'm with wants the same thing that I want and that it's not like. I don't know, like pulling teeth or kind of like waiting around because that's a really, really shitty feeling. And like I've been there in like lesser versions, like when you're dating someone and like they're like, yeah, let's like keep it casual. And you're like, oh, for sure. And you're like, I'm only hooking up with you and I really like you and I really want like you to want this, but I'm going to accept what you're giving me and Mm -hmm. hope that you get to where I am. And it doesn't really happen. And I think like, you're right. You definitely should have more conversation with him about it and talk to him about it. Maybe he's just like not a guy that's like into talking about his feelings. But like, even the way you said when he's like, eh, like that's just such like, like you said, checked out. Yeah. It's just like, he doesn't have this huge investment into the future of it. And I'm sure this is very heartbreaking news, but I also think you kind of know this and it's hard. I'm, I'm sad to. Yeah. have to tell you this but i think it's it's probably not the best thing and the longer you stay in it the more you're just going to be frustrated yeah. and it doesn't sound like it's going to change now you could be just super frank with him and be like this is how i feel mm-hmm. i think we should end this relationship if it's not going forward because i have it's good only going to be harder once you're like studying and doing work in school and surrounded with other people yeah. who are like fun and cool and interested in what you're interested in and also pursuing bigger things because you're going into a graduate program if you're doing that it's because you want to pursue bigger things so it doesn't sound like you're on the same page as this guy and as like sad as that means the next several months might be mm-hmm. it's you know it, it will help you to grow and you know you'll you'll find someone who yeah. is in the same boat or maybe he'll be like damn it i was such an idiot uh never mind yeah. <laughs> let's move mm-hmm. in together who knows yeah i'm just a big i i'm for me it's like i'm it's important to me to be with somebody be want somebody to be want to be with me as much as i want to be with them and mm-hmm. i think like that's obviously like not like an ego thing but like there is like a part of it that like even if yeah if someone's to come like saying like oh no never mind like okay we can do this kind of thing or whatever like you want someone and that person exists like this idea like oh men don't want to get married and they're like oh my god like these women like trying to like wife me up i'm you know husband whatever but like all of that like that's not like that's like it's not always true like that's Mm -hmm. like i've definitely like i mean Moss is older than me but i definitely have to be like yeah whoa let's pump the brakes like i'm not ready for like this aspect yet like you're older than me like let's wait it out but like you this isn't like a par for the course of relationships is like trying to talk your boyfriend into taking these steps of like more like commitment and like being more serious um and it's not something you're gonna have to face in every relationship so don't think like oh well i've already invested this much time in this and i'm gonna get into another relationship and the same thing is going to happen because like that's not necessarily true um but yeah there's definitely they're like you want to be with someone who wants to be with you as much as you do. And like, you shouldn't be like, not that I'm saying that you're afraid, but there's like a part of you that sounds like a little worried to get a direct answer from him. And like, you're not like point blank, just being like, do you ever see us moving in together and getting married? And when, what would that timeline be? Mm -hmm. 
you have to ask those direct questions because right now it does kind of feel like you're tiptoeing around it because you don't want to get an you answer. You don't want to hear the yeah. no that you think you're going to hear. Yeah. And some, you, you just got to like, you got to fucking hear it because no matter what, even if you don't hear that no, it's still a no. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Ugh, and I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it sucks. I know it's heartbreaking. Yeah, because uh, it sounds like you, you know, really like this this guy, and I think he probably really likes you. But mm-hmm. you know that you, I've been in lots of relationships where we really liked each other, yeah. and then we didn't end up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't right for each other, and we didn't see the future. And then I found somebody that I did see yeah. the future with, and then that's where I am. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. It, it'll suck for a while, but yeah. I hope it goes well. Let us know. Okay, so now it's time for Don't Blame Them. I know. Play on words. Um, And this is where a listener will call in with their own advice from like a previous episode. If they're like listened and they're like, hey, that's something that similar has happened to me. I'm going to give my own advice on that. This is fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. You should call them Don't Blame Um. Um. And then it's just me flipped because you've added two letters in there. Um is um M. is U M. Uh, no 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 like a, a like apostrophe, apostrophe E M. Don't don't blame them. Don't blame me. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. That's good. Just look at you branding <laughs> coming I like here. It. And and you can have a little animation that goes. Yeah. Well, well, that the is animation. Cute. Yeah. No, I'm not great at animations. Okay, but anyone, you get it. any of the Try Guys good at the animations? <laughs> I mean, I could They've do got it. A team. I could I do it. If you want to send me the, you want to send me the file, I yes, I can do it. It'll take me an hour or two, but I can do it. I guess. Sick. Great. Cool. Send it to him. <laughs> T- send it to him. Yeah. Send it to him. Oh, made birch now too. Okay. All right. So this is from the most recent episode that Leo, Leo Howard was on. Um, the original caller was. Um, a little conflicted about moving her she her um her boyfriend had moved away and she was conflicted about moving away from her family without the ring yeah no? without yeah. the ring yep I remember oh, this. yeah well becky did that so i'm ready she moved without the ring mm-hmm. hi megan um i'm 23 years old and i live in pennsylvania so I'm calling in in response to your most recent upload with leo um and you had that girl talking about how her and her man live six hours apart. Um, she's nervous to move to him because she'll be giving up her whole life. And she's worried about everything because they're not engaged or blah, 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 blah. So I just want to quickly give my bit um, because I went through something kind of similar, kind of not at all, um, but maybe she can relate. <laughs> so um, I graduated college last year um, in May. So I... Didn't want to work in my career. Um, where I was living wasn't stable. Um, I lived in a house that I rented off my mother. She was selling it. So, graduated college, losing my house. Um, I fell out of a best friendship recently. Very depressive state. I met my man on Tinder, actually, um, and he lived about an hour and 45 minutes south of me. I was from a small town with less than 2,000 people in it. He was from a big city. So, um, just driving to visit him gave me so much anxiety and, um, everything. So in the end, uh, I ended up moving in with him after two months and that's crazy to me. Um, but it turned out to be the best thing I've ever done in my life. You know, um, I really took a chance on him. Now we're engaged, um, soon to be married. He's my soulmate. I got in my career path down here. Now we have our own apartment. We have three cats. It's just, I'm living the best life 
I could have ever even <laughs> hoped for myself. So I know it's a huge deal moving in with someone, moving somewhere new, but I say go for it. And you know, if it doesn't work out, it'll work out. You know, you'll, you can go back home. You, I'm sure you have a support system. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give my bit on that. And, um, yeah, that's all. Bye. Oh, she's glowing with happiness. Yeah, that's great. Is. I love that. That was a nice uplifting yeah. little we, moment. Yeah, we try and end it on like a less sad one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I moved, um, and I was 26. I just turned 26 when I moved since she was 23. So we were about three years apart. And it was very sad. First of all, moving was mm-hmm. just like the most difficult. The actual day of moving was just heartbreaking, yeah. totally heartbreaking. Uh, but then she moved in with me and it was like much better. But I, we weren't, we'd only been dating two and a half, three years at mm-hmm. that point, maybe mm-hmm. two years even. Uh, so like, I don't, I, I, we didn't know if we, we didn't know. We'd like, we spent yeah. two years together and. And then we were going to do this long distance thing. And then we knew that she was, she also wanted to move to LA. So it wasn't yeah. like she was just following me to follow me. She, that was in her goals before she met me. Uh, so she just wanted to do it later. So she moved out and then we moved in together. And then we were living together for a couple of years. And we we're like, yeah, I think this makes sense. Also, she was just leaving a Pinterest page of wedding rings open all the time. Mm. Uh, and I totally actually didn't get it. I was oblivious. I'm like, why does Becky keep using my computer to go on Pinterest? <laughs> she was using your computer. Yes. And you still didn't get it. Yeah. I just, oh, I was just like, what's God. she doing? Get, oh my gosh. <laughs> what a girl. Just looking at rings all the time. Just looking at jewelry. <laughs> I just totally, it was totally yeah. over my head. Did she have to tell you? No, it was she was like when are we gonna get engaged I'm like I don't know probably soon I don't know we'll, we'll pro- I'm like she was like are we getting married yeah I think it's pretty clear we're gonna get married like we've been living together for four years it seems like it's working out well so yeah probably and she was like well when are you gonna be married I'm like I don't know like, <laughs> I don't even know what kind of ring you'd want she's like I've been leaving oh my god I've been your computer for a year I'm like oh yeah yeah I thought you were just like love interest <laughs> I think that the name of it was just pretty with yeah. like E spelled out. Like that was her page. And it was just a lot of similar looking <laughs> engagement rings. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Oh and then I was like, God. okay, I'll go get a ring. I wasn't really, a, it, yeah. it was very unceremonious. Like, uh, it also, it's, you know, being romantic is so tough. Yeah. It's so tough to do that Especially romantic. Especially when you know someone really well and you lived, like, yeah. it's, I think the idea of, like, a surprise proposal and all that only works if That's you would, like, a terrible idea. You should not no, you do should, a surprise you proposal. Should you should surprised. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And you can make the a night that it happens be exactly. a surprise. But it should not be a... <laughs> Total surprise. Yeah. Like full Not like a shock. good move. You should see it coming. You should really you should. talk about yeah. it a lot. That's exactly how I feel. My boyfriend's the opposite though because I love looking at wedding shit all the time that he's now had to be like, he's like, well, constantly look over my shoulders like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just looking at wedding rings. He's like, okay, you need to tell me when this is supposed to be a hint because he's like constantly like, right. when is it a hint? And I find he finally, he was like, you just need to tell me like when, you, like when you get to the year that you want it to happen, you have to tell me when that starts and then like, I'm good. But like, I can't keep like, cause I'll be like, how pretty is this dress? And he's like, is this a trick question? Would you like to get married? You just <laughs> showed me a wedding dress. I was like, yeah, it's just pretty. And he was like, I fucking hate you. It's pretty. Yeah. And he's like, this is a trick. I definitely was like, there was also like a 
whole, I had the ring for a long time before I proposed. And it was just because some like things happened, like her grandpa got sick. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't seem like this is a great time to do that. And then it was like, it, then it was like Valentine's Day. I'm like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do it on Valentine's Day. And then it was like, uh, then it was like, it was like March. I'm like, oh, there's nothing romantic about March. <laughs> and then <laughs> she was just like, why haven't you proposed? I'm like, because I can't figure out when would be a good, like, cool proposal. To be honest, I can't figure What's it out. Like, everybody online is doing these cool things. They're like on a bridge somewhere yeah. or or they're like at a night they're in another country i'm like we don't have any plans i'm very we're both very busy mm-hmm. and then i was like she's like well it doesn't have to be like a super thing i just have to not be wearing sweatpants yeah <laughs> like that's pretty much it yeah. just don't propose to me wearing sweatpants and then i did propose to her on easter morning and it was before we had any pants on so i said technically <laughs> I technically like we don't have pants on yet so technically oh. you're not wearing sweatpants yeah. so it was very it was very cute that was my thing too is Did i a little be easter egg hunt. we don't really care that much about yeah, easter i just needed some physical thing to do to yeah. make it feel more significant yeah, <laughs> so i like made a bunch of eggs around well because everyone goes to bali and gets engaged everyone just also just like especially too because i'm in some sort of public light i yeah. feel like oh well i i have to film it it's got to uh-huh. be a video it's got to be a thing but i really didn't want to do that yeah. that's just i that's not me mm-hmm. i don't i don't i'm not a big grand romantic gesture sort of person and that whole idea of that just totally stressed me out and i was like oh, oh yeah. what if i what if it's not cool enough what if it's uh, but that doesn't actually matter mm-hmm. at no. all um they just want to be proposed to yeah. because you love them, not yeah. because you're trying to make a cool video. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. Well, that's it for our episode. Thank wow. you so much for being on. You were great. You have to come back. I, I will come back. You this will, was nice. Will you? It was it was so um heartbreaking for me a lot of the time, <laughs> to be totally honest. I, like, yeah, I I always I feel a lot of sympathy for people who are in rough patches yeah. of their life. It's well, you tough. really shouldn't listen to a couple of the other episodes. Poor Lisa Schwartz. I don't know why. <laughs> I love Lisa and I think she's so insightful and great that I keep, every time she's on, I'm like, let's like, you know, the heavy ones we feel uncomfortable doing other people. Let's have Lisa. And Lisa's like, you're fucking breaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's so yeah. good at it. She is really good at it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I was the best at it, but I think no, you were really great. Yeah, you're great at it. Mm-hmm. It's always, I think it's always super interesting to get like a guy's opinion, especially a guy in a relationship yeah. because mm-hmm. so there's only so many times that I swear to God, I've said the same fucking when people I'm like, get over. This is dumb. Like he's not into you. And everyone's like, I'm going to stick around. And then as soon as we have a guy on and says, they're like, they were right. I'm like, fine, George, take their advice because they're a dude. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But it's true. I can read in those like micro habits of guys. I got guys know that a lot of guys are shitty too. Yeah. It's no secret to a lot of us that a yeah. lot of them are total horrible people. Yep. So, and we had to deal with them all the time because they've always gendered and stuck us with them. <laughs> like, you boys in that room, like, no, these guys are awful. I don't want to be next to them. Uh, oh, let me out of this room. I'm so glad you knew too. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh God. That's like true. You have to live on a floor with only these guys. <laughs> these, they, they're going to be so awful. They're so loud. They're so oh, selfish. Yep. <sighs> and they say really stupid things. And they're super dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I've been dumb, too. It's, yeah, I've you know, been dumb, too. I'm dumb all the time. You have to be dumb to learn to be smart. <laughs> true. Mm. You Very have to know that you're being true. dumb. That's that's yeah. the real. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize that you were dumb, then... You're truly done. No hope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
give up. Sorry. No, yeah. that's no, it, that's too sad to end on. Um, well, <laughs> if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, <laughs> leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And see, yeah. try to okay, make try. a song out. What are, what are the numbers? You got it. Wait, I just forgot. 310-694-0976. Luna. You should figure out what it spells out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's good. My friend in high school, she had one that like it spelled something <laughs> 1-800, out. 1-800-NO-BLAMES. No-BLAME? No-BLAME. Blam-blam-blam. I get blame me would actually work. Blame me? Blame me. Right, B L A. M-E-M-E. Yeah, you're really upping the production budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really trying to give you guys some more logos, yeah. some more graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not. Okay. We're not here. Well, maybe yet. someone who calls in can figure out how melodically to make the number work. Yeah, out. that's a good thing. That's what I want you to do when you call. You in. So homework. call in about the things you need to fix in your life, and also a pitch for how the phone number should be sung. Yeah, let us know, guys. <laughs> Sing it for us. Um, and if you're an international listener, you don't have a song yet. Um, yeah, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Dot cam. Dot cam. See, but you've got a hook thing on that. Yeah. You've got this dot cam thing. Dat cam. So you get that. See, and that's working. It is working for me. <laughs> Except I did a branded post on like Instagram stories and they're like, can she say dot com, not dot cam? And I told you that you too. Told me that too. <laughs> I just like, I feel like I don't like Not feel... for this. It was for an, an ad. An ad read. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just like feel so, I just like need to make it like lively and more yeah. fun. Dot cam. Also, it's my go to, like Midwestern accent yeah. for like any situation. It's accurate. I'm like, is this awkward? Let Sounds me talk sense. in a Wisconsin accent. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, where can people find you on the internet? Don't oh, you can find then. me. Oh, yeah, I was like, bye, see ya. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the Try Guys mm-hmm. uh, YouTube channel, and you can at Try Guys everywhere else. And you can also find me at Keith Habs. And we have a wild summer, and we have a book coming out. Yeah. We've, we've got a new podcast now, The Tripod, which is more of a hangout talk about mm-hmm. our Goofy Lives podcast. And then we have uh, the audiobook. And we're going on tour. Oh my god! Oh, wow, this wow. is absurd. We, it was tits. one of those things where you work on a lot of projects all year, and they, and all, then they happen all happen to at happen once. at the same time. So the book comes out June eighteenth, my birthday. <gasps> oh uh, my the podcast just came out. The tour starts the twenty first of June. Wow. We're going to twenty cities across America. Oh, wow, uh, it's going to be super dope. We're wow. like trying to do more than just like no. Most YouTubers they'll they'll do like I'll just get on stage and talk. No, mm-hmm. no we're doing like we're I'm we're writing original music. We're making like a spectacular variety show that's is, like is all there about drag the involved? There's not drag involved okay. only because it takes so it long take a lot to of get time. into drag. Mm-hmm. But I think in cities where we know drag queens and other people, we're just trying to like, yeah. how can we make each show like very unique? And yeah. that includes like other people coming into the yeah. show, other people performing in the show. And in general, we're just doing a lot of multimedia cool performances. It's, it's called the Legends of the Internet Tour. <gasps> oh That's my awesome. Gosh. Are you guys taking a bus? Yeah, we got a bus. Are you we're wrapping doing it, it with your faces? No, we don't want anybody to know we're in oh, there. Okay. <laughs> and okay. also, we've heard that if you wrap your bus, you can't open the windows. Which means oh, yeah. if somebody poops in the bathroom, Ooh. you're trapped. Oh, we have four no. boys. Uh, we're starting with four men, and then we're adding all the rest of the people with us. So, like, and we all have tummy troubles. So, yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. No, no, no. Not <laughs> so fun. Mm-hmm. So, wow. big summer. So, a lot of projects to, oh my to gosh. check out. And, um, I'll plug our Patreon too because yeah. it's a really good community. I, I think feel like you'd I find a lot of friends there. <laughs> yeah. It's like unbelievably supportive. I'm like, oh, I like look into the chats. I'm like, wow, these people are so nice. Oh, that's maybe <laughs> so I'm it's, not. So it makes though. us feel good about our community yeah. that they're all like super nice. Yeah. Well, you guys mm-hmm. have really nice comments on your videos because I also yeah. watch all your videos. We have like, really nice comments. Yeah, people our, are always really nice, and I enjoy reading lucky. them. 
You yeah. know, like no one's like gonna tell me like if it's like a like a I don't know like what's the thing like when um what oh my god what is the series that Zach is doing that nobody competition yeah when like who's gonna win or whatever no one spoils it no one tells me right. yeah and I'm like thank you so much yeah there yeah. it's a good. He's working on a new season of Candid Competition right now. It's so funny. I'm so it excited. It has like a story arc. I'm really excited. We need to get him back on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because him and I are just, we were just the same person. It was a good yeah, time. Probably. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of energy. And he's like in this relationship. Yeah. They're, they're not engaged yet. Yeah. They're probably going to be mm-hmm. That's going to be cute. He's definitely going to make a video. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah it's going to be that. great. Okay. Well, um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.